thing. But then like the fact well, that she used the BBC excuse like makes me think that maybe uh I guess maybe she's not in touch with her roots as well. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, uh we that, that are live. so interesting. Yeah. Hello um, world. Yeah. Hello, welcome to Night Drama. Uh, I'm sharing it. Night now. drama. <laughs> Night drama, yeah. Well, it's still evening. <laughs> it's evening somewhere. Okay, hi yeah. guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Evening Drama. Welcome. Yeah, we didn't do the countdown today. Yeah, uh, no, we didn't. We was well, li- <laughs> literally just like came home. Oh, I saw some <laughs> yeah. new, uh, videos on like uh, OBS plugins that you can use next time. Uh, which oh, one? Oh no way! And then like, you can do like um. What do they call it like that? You know that sound thing when you speak, then like the waves bounce. Oh. Oh. Why, why do we? And then that sound like that, that you do like really cool transitions, so you can do that next time when you do the countdown. Oh, right. Yeah. No. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> We're not. We're really upgrading on our tech. <laughs> oh so no, we are. We can see who's talking, right? Because it's like my waves are quiet, and I oh, think it's not contributing. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, speaking of which, um, I have an equipment upgrade Yay! since our last episode. So we talked about the Logitech, which I used to call Logitech, and you guys made fun of me. Logitech, um, Did Brio. We? I, don't, I don't remember we making fun of you. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I was scarred for life ever since you made fun of me. This is probably from like a decade ago. <laughs> I called it Logitech. <laughs> anyway. No, I don't think so. I don't even... I don't, no I don't memories. Think I ever heard you call it Logitech yeah. before. When was this? <laughs> oh. I don't think Maybe I, I even used no, Logitech. Just clear like Maybe products like in school. Own, it's your own insecurities, yeah? and then you think oh, probably. That, like, you use our voices to manifest your insecurities. <laughs> it sounds exactly, like exactly. Like, <laughs> sounds like what asshole kids would do in the U.S. Not in Malaysia. Are you sure? <laughs> now, now like, I wish I had record of, of you guys making fun of me. But anyway, I got the Logitech Brio. Wow. Um, which is the one that uh, George saw in the store. I was tempted to get the stream cam, but that's really hard to find. Um, yeah, and then the thing is, I look super clear to myself mm-hmm. <laughs> through the stream. I'm sure it's not as dramatic. Um, no, well, and, I and think the... it, is, it is a noticeable improvement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, but like, I think yeah, uh, Line more, yeah, heavily like, compresses the video, yeah. though. Yeah. We maybe Again, we, we can switch programs in the future. Yeah, we should use Zoom like everyone else does. Does Zoom like <laughs> give super high quality video? I don't know. To be honest, I'm not sure. Yeah. Like, but I know that in, it's it's better than Line because in Line I can see your little pixels. Mm. Um, and then I also switched up the uh, so you can see also the the, the point of the view is wider. Yeah, like you can see more of my apartment's mess it's compared a, to normal. I think ninety degree angle, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I can yeah. go pretty wide, so you can set it to three different angles, um, and you can I don't know just like little things like I can like I physically tilt it right, whereas you can't do that with the laptop. Mm-hmm. And then I also got the mm-hmm. new microphone. So unfortunately, the Blue Yeti is like so hard to find. But um, this is an Amazon choice recommended oh, one. Nice. That's like about fifty dollars. So 
a fraction of the Blue Yeti's price, but still not it's cheap. Good, that's a job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not cheap. No, no. <laughs> I don't think it has like cardioid, whatever. You know what I mean? Like fancy word uh, for these mics. No, but uh, yeah. it, it does sound much better. Like based on the mm-hmm. test recording just now. Yeah. Yeah. So, not sounding like uh, um, NPR podcast or anything like that, but I guess I'm clearer. Baby stuff. Since I don't actually listen to my own stream, I'm actually not sure what the difference is. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. when I upload this, you can go back and check out the difference. And compare? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, those are the upgrades. Actually, I need this for work anyway, because it was getting kind of awkward. It's not my laptop on one side. Mm-hmm. So I do need like some kind of um, uh, separate webcam. Yeah. And the other upgrade that you guys can't see is my DAS keyboard came. Woohoo, DAS. Um, yes, they they are good old like not really not really cool enough to be in a true mechanical keyboard kids world, but just want <laughs> something better than stock <laughs> keyboard. Still cool. Um, so you've been using it for a while now, right? I mean, uh, like a few days a week. Maybe. Yeah. Do you like uh, it more than the other one? <laughs> the Redragon that's yeah. sitting in a corner waiting to be returned. Um, yes. Well, the keys are less wobbly with the Redragon. Like, you can feel there's like a wobble with every key, mm-hmm. especially with the space bar. Wait, um, with the and Dragon or the Dance? With the Dragon. Oh, okay. Because it doesn't have like the thing cover around it or something like it's completely exposed except for the keys mm. so uh, um it's, it's very wobbly i don't think that yeah really affects it, though. no no it, i then, mean it's, um, again there's just a feel difference uh, because what causes the wobbles are like the switch stem and the housing mm-hmm. so like sometimes the stem the housing is like too loose so like causes the stem to have more uh with more more room to wobble mm-hmm so like uh, yeah, just cherry switches and then your real one, red yes. dragon. Like I don't know what they're using. So like uh, probably automobiles or something. Yeah, so that could be mm-hmm. a difference in quality of the stems that cause it to wobble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. And with the dust keyboard, it's more springy actually. So it does take getting used to. The red dragon is the texture is more like it would. Just see, it will go down really fast and kind of stay down. Like the switches. Whereas yeah. the switches, yeah, even though they could both claim to be brown. Yeah, the Scatteron brown and Cherry brown. I think they have slightly different weights. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this one, that's getting getting uh, get, getting used to because it's uh, hard, a little harder to press in the beginning. But I mean, I'm I'm used to it now. Um, but the volume knob, man, the the Redragon one, they they use some sort of like knolled like metal. And it feels very industrial and not nice. In fact, it feels like a little bit like a barbell. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. uh, whereas the Redragon, uh, the Dust Keyboard is the good old, you know, it's a big knob and I can turn it. And I really like that. Yeah. So, so yes, the whole point of the mechanical keyboard for me is the volume knob. No, uh, knob, <laughs> knobs are really useful. I have a knob on my keyboard too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you do? Mm-hmm. I thought you only have the tiny, tiny one. No, well, I have a larger one with a... You can see there's a little volume knob here. Oh, yeah. nice. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, this is a custom keyboard. Yeah, another one. Yeah, well, <laughs> one of my... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, but the thing I splurged on that you guys will think is ridiculous is 
this. Oh, oh wood rest. <laughs> the wrist rest. Yes, yeah. I was complaining to you guys. I think you guys ignored me about how there's not good wrist rests on the market. I love them. I like that squishy foam material. You know. No, I told you you could get nice wood ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you did? Oh, well, yeah. I actually didn't see a message, but coincidentally, I also I got a wood one. Yeah. But the downside is that the width is just a tiny, like you know, one centimeter short compared to the desk keyboard. Does that bother you? <laughs> a little bit. I'm like, oh, I wish it would, it would match the size. But this was like the cheapest one I could find on Amazon. Yeah. But it's good. I mean, like, because my counter is like a marble counter and it's always so cold on my wrist. It's just uncomfortable. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah, so, right. so it is needed. Those are problems really good, we don't uh, face. Wrist rest is, the, is Razer. Razer makes really good wrist rest. Is it? Oh, like, hi, uh, one. Kenpei has the... What? The Huntsman, right? Huntsman Elite? Yeah. Yeah, and then it comes with a magnetic key, uh, wrist rest. And oh, nice. Like really, it's like really soft. It's like really comfortable. I was like quite surprised. I have a like, soft I, mean, like, I don't think much of the wrist rest box, too. But then... mm. I see the spank. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's something like that. So it's like actually, like, I was actually really surprised at how comfortable it was. Mm-hmm. But it... I, I mean, like the thing with soft wrist rest is that I imagine that over time, like the, the, the pleather will start to peel. Yeah, well, you can just replace. Yeah, that's true. Same, Z1's so in anyway, the chat. This... Z1's watching uh, you. Oh. Yeah. So anyway, like, Cherry have one viewer. have a actuation force of 60, 45 grams. And bottoms out at 60, which is quite light, though. Yeah, they are light. Like, uh, I have a... Uh, like, my heaviest switch right now bottoms out at 70 grams. I feel like it's quite heavy, but uh, you get used to it, and it actually feels quite pleasant to type on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's just getting used to it. I, I use yeah, the you. monkey type app recommended by George to test it out. <laughs> you do it every day? Do you see yourself improving? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I feel like I'm the cannot improve anymore. Like this is as fast as I can ever get. Really? Um. Actually, you, you hung and I joke. The problem isn't the typing speed; it's the thinking speed. Like this is as fast as I can think. Um. So the it's a software problem, not a hardware problem. But I mean, when you do typing tests, like you just read and type, right? You don't have to think. Yes. Yeah, but the thing is, like, on a in a day to day practical, oh, yeah, like sure. when I'm typing for work, it doesn't really matter how much. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, once you're above like eighty words, that's like mm -hmm. good enough for any work, I think. Mm -hmm. Maybe not uh, like data entry, I guess, but yeah, everything else. Yeah, in fact, I'm mostly limited by, uh, so I have to use like um. Google Slides a lot for work, and it's so janky that I feel like I'm slowed down by the fact that everything just looks so ugly when I'm making a PowerPoint. I think this is back to our discussion about making good PowerPoints. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't know. I think Google Slides is pretty cool, but I'm not a great PowerPoint user, so I, yeah. Mm -hmm. but and yeah, there's no good I... templates for G Slides. Do you use templates really? a lot? Well, I was looking on. Um, and Vados, you know, market for PowerPoint slides. Mm -hmm. 
Which, by the way, is quite a ripoff because a lot of them are actually like they make it look really nice in the preview. When we actually download it, you're like, oh, wait a minute, those are just rectangles. <laughs> 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 yeah, so definitely not very pleased. But I think I need to learn. I need to, maybe there's like you know power user functions I'm not even learning about. Well, what what I usually do anyway is uh, I use Microsoft PowerPoint to make the slides, and mm-hmm. then I upload to and Google Slides. It? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I I do that sometimes too. But once you get going, you people get confused if you do the PowerPoint upload because th- th- theoretically you can open a PowerPoint in Google Slides in you yeah, know Google you Slides. But yeah. some people don't know that and they download it and there's version control problems. So yeah. it's easier just to make it native. That's true. Yeah. Fair anyway, enough. next maybe next Speaking episode of... if I learn any G Slide power tips. Oh no, wait, we're talking about slides, not Excel. Yeah, slides. We can talk about Excel too, because G Sheets is also the other thing I use that doesn't have <laughs> the same functions. Like, what do you need from Excel that you can't do in G Sheets? Mm, good question. Um, like even simple stuff, like like uh, making the columns all the same width. It's not as intuitive to do that in G Sheet. Uh, I have to look it up. I guess you're limited by like, the we're browser. Like, things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Well, I have to make a slide, like a deck next week for work don't look forward oh, to nice. it <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah but the other yeah. day i read an article uh-huh. of, um, on how uh the way microsoft excel formats dates right mm-hmm. it's like messing up with like uh human gene re- research how so because like some of the names that they give give like give give uh <laughs> give <laughs> give uh, the, <laughs> That they give uh, the human genes mm-hmm. uh, because it's like a it's an acronym, right? So yeah, some of them is called uh, M A R C H one, right? Like March one, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and then like Excel thinks oh, of the date. Yeah, so like yeah. formats it as like first March or something. Right. Actually, my friend made a a script to fix that. <laughs> Oh. The other day, yeah, he works in um, bioinformatics, um, and I saw a post on LinkedIn. He was like, "Is is the gene March one messing up with our database for bioinformatics?" I wrote a script to fix it all. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's and the I thing, thought, right? What a like, niche uh, problem. I didn't realize it was so problematic. Yeah, so apparently, like a study in two thousand sixteen found that uh, out of like over three thousand papers that were published on human gene research. Mm-hmm, a fifth mm-hmm. of them had all these Excel formatting. <laughs> oh God, that's, so that's terrible. Lot, right? Yeah, yeah. But also, as a as a previous grad student, I can totally see that happen with my data. I'll be like, whoops. <laughs> um, actually, another way that like um, I had Excel like screw with me before was the whole British versus American way of formatting dates. Uh-huh. Like, we couldn't figure out why this graph wouldn't render correctly, and it's because it was <laughs> formatted, like, you know, to the wrong country. The we thing is, it's that. only US that does the dates that way, right? The, the Everywhere run, yeah, else yeah. in the world does it the other way, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you call right. that format? Like, American? I don't know. It's metric system, but it's not metric, right? Imperial. No, that's just... Uh, f- that's just for, like, units... But I'm not sure about dates. Yeah. 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 So like this for units. I don't know what this is called. Yeah. Mm-hmm. American way. American. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I try to follow what you know the ISO standard, which you know the year, 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 year dash month, month dash date, date. 
um, which was popularized by XKCD to be like the golden standard. Because you know when you sort file names, then it would automatically sort chronologically if you start with year first, and not like yeah, even no, starting no. with the. With the date. I do that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no one else does it, so it's really annoying when I'm the only one doing it. <laughs> well, I mean, it's for like my local files on my computer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I picked that up uh, when I worked at Uber Gizmo. I'm not sure if oh. it's Hubert that told me. No, uh, to to name stuff with your dates, uh, year first, year month mm-hmm. day, and then it'll sort properly in your Windows Explorer or whatever lah. By default. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. I, I can't remember who who taught me that, but yeah, that's what I did when I was working at Uber Gizmo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, anyway, let's see if we can popularize the proper formatting of dates from this <laughs> pod or the stream. <laughs> we'll start a revolution. Exactly. Yeah. Dates. Yeah. Same thing, like uh, temperature as well, like Celsius mm-hmm. and Fahrenheit. Like yeah, you're you're living in the states, right? So you can imagine what temperatures are like when you see them in Fahrenheit, right? Mhm. Like for me, I can't. I have to convert them. Oh well, yeah. I can. I now I know what it feels like, which I think is the most important thing. Yeah. <laughs> Which is another thing you can't experience in Malaysia is the differences in temperature, <laughs> unless you're talking about the AC or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I see twenty degrees, I know. Okay, that's my room AC temperature. Cause yeah, that's yeah, yeah, I yeah. yeah. You know, and like, but I see like seventy Fahrenheit. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. Well, hundred is damn hot. Of, like cooking vlogs use Fahrenheit for ovens. Yes, yeah. You know, to the point, uh, yeah, so like, sometimes I always have to convert. Mm-hmm. And it's never quite precise, too. Yeah, because, like, sometimes it's, like, what, uh, let's see, what's 400F to C. Yeah, so, like, you know, they put the oven to 400F, right? So I go and convert mm-hmm. it, it's, like, 204.4 C. <laughs> <laughs> So my down like, like two hundred and four, like it doesn't go in my uh, like five increments, you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm-hmm. like uh, is it like here? Then like tweak it a bit, and like I don't even know if it actually makes a difference. Yeah. Oh, that is true. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. like cooking directions, do you have to follow them to a T? For Depends stuff like baking, I think like it's quite important. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you're off things- one or two degrees, is it, does that matter? That I'm not sure. I, I don't think it matters for uh, most cooking, but it does matter for things like making candy, where it's a chemical reaction that happens at a certain temperature, and if you don't hit that, it would affect the product. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, apparently yeah. it really matters for sous vide too, you know? Yes, well, yeah, like, but I would say it's not as sensitive as 1 to 2 degrees. Of a lady testing a sous vide egg, right? So I think mm-hmm. it's so Oh, yes, the egg. Yeah. It's like 165, right? Mm-hmm. But then like her machine, so she had two machines. One to go to exactly 165. One could only go 164. And then mm-hmm. like um, it came out quite different, surprisingly. Like the one, <laughs> oh. one degree Fahrenheit, like the end result was actually like quite
Remember there was a Which time one? Singit was looking for the perfect egg timer. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> that sounds like the kind of bullshit I would think. <laughs> <laughs> well, because like I always, I, I always to be my eggs, right? But then right. every time I do it, then my mom and dad would complain like, "Oh, you take forty-five minutes to do a half boiled egg." <laughs> yes. And then I'm like, well, it tastes so much better, right? Like yeah, yeah, the consistency yeah. and texture is so good. You know? Right, like, yeah, right. But, uh, it takes so long, and then like uh-huh. you use up so much electricity. I mean, to be honest, I don't know how much. Electricity actually uses, mm-hmm. right? But then I don't I, think I it does it. use more because it's on the lower temperature. <laughs> but because you're using it for an extended period of time, like the machine's running, right? Right, but the water is maintaining the temperature. I think this is turning into like a separate experiment when we need like the power outlet measure. <laughs> the <power laughs> <meters>. <laughs> I mean, like I, I can't really argue with them on that because like they might be right, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't like, the weight. Versus the normal way, which is just to boil water and then mm-hmm. pour it over your eggs and just wait like uh, five minutes, right? Yeah. Right, right. obviously way less energy intensive. Yeah. So, like, mm-hmm. I mean, they have a point. So, after that, I started looking for like uh, more uh, the perfect egg timer to like try and get it right. Like uh huh. Did you find it? Way. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> disappointing story <laughs> okay so he gave up like one thing i've been trying to make is like you know how in the mamak stall they, they where you get the kaya toast with the two eggs yeah you know how those two eggs are always perfect yeah <laughs> no yeah so, I bought, not... so they use this like yellow tub right that you pour uh-huh. water and then like it drips out at a steady rate so the idea is when oh. the water is all drained your eggs will be perfectly uh-huh. cooked right so i bought okay. that tried it and it didn't work <laughs> you got full of my infomercials. <laughs> no, because right. But the thing is, the thing with eggs is that they're different sizes. So obviously, right, like, the bigger right. one will take longer to cook than a smaller one, right? And then mm-hmm, there's also mm-hmm. the freshness, where a fresh egg, the egg whites are tighter. So I mm-hmm. assume that that probably plays a role in like the consistency when you cook it too, right? Mm-hmm. So like, there's like so many factors involved. Like I don't know. I think it'd be quite hard to replicate that. Well, but the thing is, when you go to a mamak stall, they're not messing around with drips and whatnot. It's like somehow in this like constant tub of water that has no thermometer in it. It's always perfect. So how do you explain that? I, I think they have feel or like experience doing it. Well, I want that experience so that we're, yeah. we're not messing around. I mean, you um, just do yeah, it every day, I also went through day, this dark path of onsen egg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're trying to make it perfect. Um, I've kind of given up because, yeah, I can like get it to be like hard on the outside and like gooey on the inside pretty reliably. But having that like sous vide like texture, I can never get w- without doing the forty-five minutes sitting around waiting for the egg oh, situation. Man. Yeah, like, yeah. I would have forgotten so, about know. the egg after forty-five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and actually, just the other day, I found finally found like getamanis, like in the supermarket. Because the thing oh. I was missing was the sweet soy sauce. <laughs> it's so hard to find good ones here. So I don't even know if the one I bought is even close to the Malaysia or Singapore type because they don't have the same brands. But I was very excited about finding that. In fact, this is what, what I'm going to eat for breakfast of, today. What brand of ketchupmanis do you get? There's only the I think maybe the Lee Kum Kee one, which is a very weird like 
not standard brand because I think in Singapore it's like the, the, the oh, ABC? ABC yeah that's the Indonesian one that's like the OG but ABC is also not quite <laughs> correct when you go to like Toastbox it's not ABC it's something else no but they don't give you ketchup money that's soy sauce yeah they give you soy sauce in but it's, it's it's thick no it, it's I don't in know in Singapore in okay, the Toastbox oh you've been to Toastbox Toastbox in like years but Okay, well, you go to Toastbox. It's it's Papa thick Rins, and sweet. If Z wants to on, maybe she can. Give <laughs> <you> the... <laughs> yeah, she is still the on. Verdict. She said Singapore's oh, okay, timer yeah. might be faulty. No, but yeah. I don't recall ever having like thick or sweet soy sauce. Like every time, it's just regular soy sauce uh, when I go like coffee well, tams. Yeah. In fact, is it Maggie actually that they give you? I, no. I don't know what brand they use, but it's yeah. all generic, at least to me. Like oh. it's just salty. Well, and then I, put I want I wanted the the sweet one. Pepper, lots of pepper. <laughs> yes, the pepper is mandatory. Yeah, and it has to be white pepper too, not black pepper. Oh yeah, yeah, white white pepper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, the the lengths we go to. Have you seen the ones um, Singapore? It's like a, an egg timer that's shaped like an egg, and then it yeah. changes color or something. I bought that. Oh, you did? Yeah, oh. I, got from, I got it from Daiso. Yeah, did <laughs> it work? It didn't. It didn't work either. <laughs> Maybe you're doing it wrong, man. I don't know. I mean, yeah. like, honestly, like uh, for like a five dollar little trinket, I wasn't really expecting much. <laughs> Oh, and then I so I went to a ramen shop a while back, and then they had the perfect ramen egg, right? And then so I asked the owner, like, how do you make your eggs? And then he said, oh, I don't do anything complicated. I just put them all into a big pot of water, and then I do boil it for 10 minutes, which made me go, that's a really long time. Um, and then it comes out perfect. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> totally not helpful instructions. <laughs> I mean, like, the same remember that, boil it and soup? That, uh, cookbook you asked me to buy for you last time that just one cookbook yes yeah so like her recipe for ramen egg is like like seven minutes and then like you dunk yeah. it in ice water and then ta-da yeah <laughs> but it never worked like only once after that i could never replicate it yeah like and then the thing is in a restaurant like 10 minutes is because he's probably boiling like you know five dozen eggs at the same time because that's the volume they're working with so it doesn't scale to like normal people eating two eggs yeah and i feel like maybe that's it like all these recipes don't scale to normal people eating at home <laughs> maybe yeah i mean anyway if I, they're like more I, I eggs the way too. in the water they would be absorbing more of the energy so exactly and yeah. i think you, you just get it more even that way because you have a bigger volume to mess with mm -hmm. and that's how the the hawker stall does it yeah probably. anyway i think <laughs> one of my like you know, dreams is to intern in like Toastbox for like a day just to figure out how to make everything. So you want it's like you guys should try out YouTube tutorials and see which work. So I'll tell you, I've tried the Adam Liu one, the Kenji one. <laughs> I've tried quite a number. I can never get them to work. Uh, yeah, I just go. So I don't know. Maybe should we go down the path again? Maybe for our next stream. Yeah, whether you start from the fridge or not, like are your eggs cold in the first place, huh. those all affect the final product. And then, like I think, like different countries rate their eggs differently, like in terms of size. Yeah. So mm -hmm, like, some people are mm -hmm. like, "Oh, get the XL eggs." I'm like Malaysia. I'm like, like 
I don't think they sell all, like. I've never seen different sized eggs. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, there's one brand. I think it's Nutri Plus to sell jumbo eggs, right? Oh. But that's the only one. Know. The rest of them are like just eggs, right? And then yeah, sometimes, yeah. Like you buy the same brand, it's bigger. Sometimes it's smaller. So I don't understand. Right. But I mean, cause like, I guess chickens are like, or like what? What's the term for it? They are, they are like living creatures. So I don't think you can like put out like a perfectly. A consistently sized well, egg, right? It's like saying like yeah, all human babies should be born the same size and weight. <laughs> no, but that's on right, the farms right. the to is, like right sort it. sort out, yeah. Yeah. But, um. Yeah. No, but if like the if ones in the US are, are regulated, like, uh, small eggs this round, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they can't really do much about it, right? Right. Right. But I, I think the ones in the US they they regulate it, so the eggs are sorted like when i buy a carton of a certain like there is like you know size a and then like there is jumbo <laughs> i think in some places you can even buy like like for sure double yolks which are super oh. hard to find but they they even wow. a carton of only double yolks yeah so but the thing is what i've noticed it does make a difference is the japanese raised ones versus the american ones so okay. here you like in the Japanese supermarket, they they raised in the US, but it's like raised by Japanese people or like a Japanese <laughs> way or something. Um, and the egg yolk comes out like much more golden and it tastes different. I've done a taste test comparing the two. What? But I read somewhere so, they said like um, they do something to make the eggs orange, like the, the yolk. I'm sure. Orange. Yeah, yeah. They probably feed it coloring or something. But um, and I think Kenji <laughs> did do an experiment where he dyed them all green or some ridiculous <laughs> color. The, the, and to see people can tell. I heard you say experiments. <laughs> oh, yes, experiments. Um, and, and apparently people can't t- tell the taste difference once you dye all the uh, green of bizarre color. So maybe it's all perception. But to me, it does taste a little different. Hmm. It's no, just I annoying like to really, go to the supermarket. Like a really deep orange egg yolk always looks more appetizing. Yeah. Yes. I guess you have to do I a blind agree. test, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess in Malaysia you don't get as many ridiculous egg choices. Oh, actually, no. you know what I really don't <laughs> like is the omega three eggs that you get like in Malaysia and the US as well, where they feed them something different to have omega three content. But it makes the eggs it tastes like fishy. What? No. Have you guys tried that? I mean, I've tried uh, omega eggs. I always buy, but... I always buy like kampung eggs these days. I don't feel oh, do? they taste any wow. different though. Like last time, my, my mom would like be quite uh, fussy about these things, so she always buy like eggs with like what omega three or like selenium yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I honestly couldn't tell the difference, but mm. where where do you get kampung eggs from? Uh, supermarkets. There are brands that just uh, they, I mean, they claim to be kampung eggs, but oh. I don't know. I mean, those kampung eggs are you sure? Really, like uh identified by having like a more white shell compared to regular eggs with like uh, more beige. Oh, well, Ziwan agrees that kampung eggs taste the best. <laughs> so in the US now, there's a lot more of these like humanely raised chicken brands where like it comes with a little sheet that tells you the chicken of the month is Henrietta the hen. And it tells you a little history of that chicken, which I'm not sure if that makes me feel better or worse like, about buying the egg, like knowing the history. 
Um, yeah, because yeah, they also say that like they are raised in like a much bigger acreage and they're allowed to actually forage, so you feel like less guilty about eating this egg. And I totally fall for it. <laughs> I'll pay like double price for like an egg that I think is raised by a happier chicken. This, yeah, I mean, Australia, that's the trend of marketing food. here. Like Australia, mm-hmm. like the eggs would be like caged eggs versus free range, yeah. free range, and then like, but the price difference is always so big. Like caged mm-hmm. eggs, and uh, free range eggs are always like uh, maybe like five or six Aussie per pack, and then mm-hmm. like uh, caged eggs are like two bucks, you know? Yeah, <laughs> so I'm like. I, I don't think I care that much to spend that much. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, does anyone even investigate, though? I'm well, sure like, all these I advertising they are. Like, uh, watchdogs probably do investigate to make sure that like, they're being mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like it's harder for them to get away with such a scheme these days to, to make up a whole story. <laughs> but I don't know. But anyway, I fall for it. I think there's this whole trend of, of marketing that doesn't work as well in Malaysia, which is like guilt, guilt-based marketing in the U.S. Like yeah. zero waste and like. <laughs> no, Malaysia is just uh, like whoever no is suffers. cheapest will do better. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's already kampong, okay. I already lived a very good life. Yeah. <laughs> Running around in the kampong. <laughs> is that what it means though? Because I always imagined. Okay, this is like potentially inappropriate but i when i when they say kampong eggs i imagine it to live kind of like in a lot style like <laughs> actual kampong <laughs> and it's like living under the house or something i can like go under there and it can be like right around outside but what is actually the kampong egg designation actually mean like i don't know actually i think that's, oh, is that that's, or is it a species of that's that's chicken? My, i think that's my perception too mm-hmm because they have like kampong chicken and this regular white chicken, right? Right. And then like but kampong, kampong chicken are supposed it? to be more free because they get to run around. That's why like kampong chicken meat is always more uh, tough, right? In a way. Yeah, yeah, like stringy, right? Like some people like right. that. I actually don't. I actually don't really like that. It's like it worked out. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh look, I don't, I don't this really website like I have on screen, kampong eggs. These come from kampong chickens. Right, uh, many people assume the chickens are free roaming, but they are not. She said, "The term kampong chicken <gasps> refers to a breed of chicken found in Malaysia and Indonesia." No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know if this article is true, but that's what. Yeah. I, I so if I like set up like a chicken farm in the kampong, uh-huh. but like their mm-hmm. produce factory style, <laughs> so exactly. Like, they're still <laughs> kampong chicken. Right. And Z1 says maybe more, less injections or chemicals. I, I feel like maybe that is also true because you don't expect the texture of the kampong chicken to be as soft. So mm-hmm. they probably don't have to inject them as much. Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Well, anyway, she's very disappointed to, about this article. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> one, one day when we have the money, we can do like such a vice style where we yeah. do investigative for journalism. Yeah. No. <laughs> exactly. Totally, we should do that. Like, <sighs> we should investigate boots all on these, the ground. Like claims that uh, people have grown mm-hmm. to believe. You know. Exactly. I think. I think. Like. Are we like the the myth busters? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of Malaysia. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, and you know what's really funny about your stream is that it says that you're playing Farmville. Yeah, I said it because <laughs> you have to set like a game. Oh. Anyway, yeah, I just put Farmville. Whatever, doesn't matter. It's <laughs> so funny. 
<laughs> Can you put like some other like cooler games in our Farmville, please? <laughs> next time, I feel, I feel like people who are looking for Farmville content are very confused. Maybe when they want to listen to hey, the we're talking about, about farms like, now, chicken. yeah. Yeah, <laughs> they're like, okay, this is somewhat relevant. What up, Edmund? Um, and Edmund, yeah, Vape Nation. Oh, I noticed that you you posted this video about with vaping in it, and I watched it with sound off, so I don't know what the heck is going on. Oh, you is have to watch some, it with like, sound on. Trend? No. What's going Josh, on? Josh is a TikToker now. No, I'm not. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one, yeah, one. That is seem very TikToky. I, I am. It is like a TikTok video. <laughs> I am a 34 year old man. I don't, I don't get to go on TikTok. <laughs> oh man. It's okay, yeah, the cutoff, like the cutoff age is 35. So. <laughs> <laughs> is yeah. it? I think Gordon Ramsay is on TikTok quite a bit, so yeah. I'm sure we're younger than him. <laughs> but it doesn't make him cool. Like, I don't think he's cool when he was. He does. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I actually feel like he's trying really hard, like to be like uh, relevant. Yeah, to be relevant, you know. But I, like I mean, who like... is who is cool on TikTok? I feel like the only people I think are cool are like, I mean, that's, that's how do, out like, of touch those, we like... are. No, no, it's not about being cool, yes. right? It's just like, uh, <laughs> like it's it's not cool. It's acceptable, you know. Like, like if I see oh, a okay. on TikTok, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's what kids do these days, right? I see Gone around right. on TikTok, I'm like, man, what's he doing? You know? <laughs> fellow kids. <laughs> exactly. It's two fellow kids for us to do it right now, right? I feel like I've missed the whole trend already. Yeah, so I'm okay to like wait for the next one. Whatever it's gonna be. <laughs> By the time we find Which out. Which is probably it, Facebook it'll be too late. with your friends. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> so funny. Yeah. Um actually speaking of cooking, Singip and I were talking about the um rice cooking controversy uh where <laughs> what is the name of that lady i actually don't even know the name of the lady <laughs> the lady uh, who cooked rice in a very bizarre fashion which we've learned may not be Patel. yeah so she cooked rice by um washing it and cooking in a large volume of water kind of like the way you cook pasta and then draining it and then rinsing it in cold water and then like stir frying it back into fried rice. And there's this comedian who plays a character called Uncle Roger, who was like criticizing her the whole time with that honky accent, which I can say because I'm from Hong Kong. So like- Have you watched I, I, his well, stand-up? Yeah, first of all, I thought that he actually sounds like that. I had no <laughs> idea that he was playing a character. I thought he really was a guy called Uncle Roger. Uncle Roger, who talks like this. But, okay, I found it actually, like, in a way, kind of culturally insulting. Because it's actually a fake accent. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the thing is, I... Kind of like Yang Can Cook. Yeah. It's a fake accent. Oh, really? Yeah. No way. No way. Yang Can Cook has... Yes, he has a British accent too. No, no, but is that it's, because it's, like, it's a scam. No, no, is that because he's like a? I mean, I, I, English is obviously not his first language, right? It's not, but yeah, so he like, doesn't you know, sound the way people, you think like, he does. Like people who like uh, don't speak English as their first language, and then when they learn mm -hmm. English, they, mm -hmm. they feel like they put on this accent to sound more articulate. Mm hmm. So, I mean, like, I don't think it's fake, right? It's just, like, maybe it's how he learns it. Like, you know, maybe he watch a lot of TV shows, I mean. Right. I'm, I'm looking up Yang Ken Cook and where he grew up. He actually, like, he went to school in, like, Canada and went to UC Davis. So, he just lived in, like, the U.S. and Canada for quite a while. <laughs> um, 
But I can see back in the day though, like in the eighties, nineties, like he had to act like like that because it was, <coughs> you know, a race more racist time and he couldn't like stand out unless he seemed like, you know, going on cooking with that accent. Mm-hmm. But um Oh, there you go. Z1 said a friend's dad worked with him before. Wow, we have a connection to you. Martin Yan. Oh, wow. <laughs> he puts it on for the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, that, yeah. that was the so, show I used to watch like when I was in primary mm-hmm. school. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm so very inspired when I'm holding my cleaver. I'm like, Yan can cook, so can you. Chop like this. <laughs> like I do to entertain myself. <laughs> um, that that and was I'm a still good slogan, though. His, like, like, I still remember it, it now, is. you know, like 30 years ago. Yeah, on, it yeah. is. Very good, yeah. <laughs> but I'm so curious um, what he actually sounds like, though. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you, you, can, you can find it online, some clips of him. Um, but anyway, so Uncle Roger is yeah. also an accent. But the yeah. thing is, his real accent is so different. <laughs> I was He's like, actually oh. a Malaysian guy, you know? Oh, he is? Yeah. Oh. So, like, I was curious that, about like, his character. He has that, British accent. No, watch his, like, stand-up. He, he sounds fine, like mm-hmm. a regular guy. And it, some of his jokes are actually good, but I felt like he didn't oh. need to do the accent for this Uncle Roger thing. But, oh. Yeah. Wow, well, <laughs> I found it super funny. Keep, maybe he has to keep his real self and Uncle Roger separate. Separate, maybe, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I mean, I, I guess he's playing a character. It's fine, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a... Yeah. I feel it's overdone at this point. The it Chinese. is? Yeah. I feel like I missed the boat. Oh, I was like, I knew all I had to do was put on an accent and criticize other people's react videos. I would have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know, like uh, when when Russell Peters like started doing like oh. when he got big around that time, then a lot of but people were doing accents. But it's more impressive when an Indian guy does the, the Cantonese accent. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was actually watching the Big Bang Theory today, and then there's an episode where Sheldon's like learning Chinese. Oh, and then like, How's uh, that? and then like, yeah. So like, when uh, like he does like a uh, like one of his reactions was really good. Like, he was like uh, he had headphones on and he was like uh, speaking out Chinese, and then like mm-hmm. Penny comes up behind him and pats him on the shoulder, and then like he's startled, right? But then like he mm-hmm. goes like, ah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You still watch Big so Bang Theory? Is it still going on? No, no, I finished already. No, just, it like, finished. I'm just like uh, making use of my Netflix subscription. Uh, oh. <laughs> is it worth watching yeah. all the way to the end? Yeah, it's actually a really good series. Is it? I don't know. I stopped that. Is it though? The thing, the thing is, when you binge, when you binge watch shows like back to back, right? Uh-huh. Like you mm-hmm. can really see like how the characters progress in real time. Versus, I mean, mm-hmm. you watch it once a week, and then, like, it's, like, 20 minutes, you're like, oh, you know? But when you watch it, like, back-to-back, like, like the stories flow a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe I'll but I don't people say that this show is problematic because it's actually mocking nerdy people and not laughing with <laughs> them or something like that. Really? Yeah, I mean, Do you like, not feel mocked? I think, I, 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 no. I think I'm quite nerdy. I don't feel mocked. I thought it was, like, quite... I thought it was quite good. Oh, Okay. Fine. I don't know. And I feel like I, I was very religious about watching it the first few seasons and I fell off the wagon. Yeah. Oh, you know why I don't like it? Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> it's, um, the, what's the name of the character? It's like Sheldon's girlfriend. Amy. <laughs> Amy. Yes. Because I, I feel Isn't like, you know, it's too close to home. 
No, no, um, Sheldon's girl. The neuroscience girl. Come oh, on. Right. Like, okay. I think she's like... Yeah. <laughs> I she's feel like, like she gives a bad name. <laughs> it, she's supposed to be representation of me, right? Yeah. In a way. So I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, and no, no, maybe, like, the... maybe like it hits closer to home for you than me. Like, yeah. like for me, it's like nerdy just in like a general sense, but not like specifically. Right, right. For me, I'm like specifically this character is supposed to represent you. And the actress um, who plays her actually got a degree in neuroscience. Oh. So I was looking up her papers and stuff. But like, <laughs> oh. you know, so... so... So I, so I feel like doubly insulted because I feel like you should know better. <laughs> I know that she doesn't get to control the script or anything, but I, sometimes I feel like, you know, it gives a sort of a bad stereotype to like grad students. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I stopped watching it for that reason. Well, the show so does the character improve? Did it become times. less? Yeah. Did it become less like dumb over time or is it like no character growth? Was she ever dumb? It never, it never came across that way for me. Not dumb, well, but she, she is socially, socially super awkward. awkward. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um. <laughs> yeah, so when they first introduced her, like, they made her seem like this female version of Sheldon. Uh-huh. Right. And then, like, uh, as the story, like, progressed, like, she became more, I'm gonna say, normal. Like, <laughs> oh. she still has, like, her quirks, right? Mm-hmm. But then, like, uh, there are times where uh, she's portrayed as being more, like, a, uh, has a higher EQ than Sheldon. Okay. Oh, okay. Hmm, hmm. But like do you knows, watch... Like, she knows, uh, like, what, what the social conventions are mm-hmm. versus Sheldon, who's, like, almost always clueless. Yeah. Is he clueless or willfully ignorant? I think he believes that all these social conventions are like beneath yeah beneath mm-hmm. him as a scientist like he thinks like oh mm-hmm. my time could be better spent right. pursuing science versus like uh, you know all these mm-hmm. things that normal people do right and the thing is it's not like these are not real people I do know like a selective number of people from my grad school days who are kind of like that like, uh-huh. socially just like super weird and they don't care um but it's just like oh like that's what people think right and it, it alienates um average people from scientists i think that's that's also most problematic especially now with covid and everything like if you think scientists are like that then you totally won't believe what they're saying <laughs> i don't know maybe i'm just like maybe drawing I conclusions will, no one's I drawing like it'll make them more credible right because it's like you devote your life to science and like Mm-hmm. You're not bothered by all these social rules and norms, mm-hmm. so like I feel like that makes you uh, even bigger expert because like you know that's all you focus on. Yeah, I wish more people thought like you. <laughs> like, like, so do you watch? The opposite, uh... right? Like you know, you watch all these like. I mean, I haven't seen any, but you know, uh, like in, in the US, there's all these like doctor TV shows where there's mm-hmm. like a panel of doctors like talking, mm-hmm. and then I feel like. Like those people are the ones that I trust even less because it's like they're pandering to the oh the like masses, a Oz type right? people, yeah. yeah. But that's what people believe because they're good looking. <laughs> the more good looking you are, the more trustworthy you are. <coughs> Did you know that? <laughs> Is it? I uh, I just made that up. Um, so... <laughs> Proving my point. <laughs> um, but do you watch Young Sheldon? No, yeah, I this don't. is actually pretty good. 
Oh, it is? Oh, okay. I've only but seen clips of it. It's really different because, like, in Big Bang Theory, they portray Sheldon's dad as, like, this, uh, like, 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 drunk Texan kind of redneck kind of guy. Mm-hmm. But then, like, in the young Sheldon, like, he's, like, portrayed as being, like, really, uh, like, he's, like, he's, like, I want to call him, like, a very jock kind of dad, dad but mm-hmm. he's also very sensitive to Sheldon's needs, you know? Oh, so, like, so do you think this, like there's hmm. a disparity that kind of like makes me think like which like kind of messes me up when I watch the Big Bang Theory and then they talk about his dad. So is Sheldon like, lying? Sheldon Sheldon's and, like, a like, pathological liar. Or is his perception of his dad just like that poor, even though he was actually quite nice, oh. which is also kind of sad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> like uh, in Big Bang Theory, yeah, you're only hearing about it from his side, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when young Sheldon, like you see the whole family as a whole. Like, yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe his dad Maybe hasn't his started drinking yet. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Maybe. Or deteriorated, <laughs> which is also really sad. Yeah, that is. <laughs> what a dark show. I know. And then right? like, he said, like his dad, his dad died in the in Bay Bank Theory, right? Like quite early on. Oh. So when oh. I watch young Sheldon, I'm like, hmm, I don't know which episode is he gonna die in. Damn! Wow. Is so is the show still going? It... Yeah. Uh, yeah, still going on. Okay, wow. so I guess he can't die yet. Yeah, but I mean, like you know that he's gonna die before Sheldon like gets uh like, much older, so it's kind of like. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah, wouldn't the kid be like quite old by now? It's been a few years, right, young Sheldon? Yeah. Yeah. yeah Sheldon. Reminds me of a uh, two and a half men. You watch the kid grow up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I actually really like that show. Mhm. Yeah. Then it ended. In retrospect, <coughs> very problematic. But yes, I remember. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, couldn't be done um, in like modern time, but back then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mhm. Oh. Well, I think we're running on to uh, almost the hour for us. Even yeah. though it's been quite nice chatting, it's it's nice for me on a Sunday where I feel less stressed. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I'm uh, okay with Sunday nights to continue. Mm-hmm. And we have, yeah, yeah, we have three viewers, which is pretty good, better than zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. A- any well, questions oh, from chat? How long we've been live? Yeah, oh, we've been and on the mouse over the live button. Fifty minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If uh, if anyone has any questions, feel free to drop it. Mm-hmm. In the chat. Section. As usual, we didn't follow our topic list at all. Oh, actually, there was oh, yeah. one more. Let's thing do I one to topic up. today. What? Okay. We spent a lot of time on eggs, so. <laughs> <laughs> though. But eggs are so fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, so yesterday while we were um, hiking, it was a long drive, right? So on Spotify, I found this playlist called Midwest Emo. Oh, yeah. And, uh, American yeah, football. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Football and fans like that, never, that we've never heard of. And I, I thought that you would actually really like this playlist. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I listened uh, we to thought Midwest certain the songs were pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, some of them are pretty hilarious. But Johan described it perfectly because, as you know, she likes the same songs as you do. Uh-huh. She says, like, oh, these songs are about, like, you know, when you grow up in the Midwest in, like, the countryside and then your girlfriend has to move away through college yeah. in the, in the <laughs> coast, in the city, and you feel really, really sad. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> true. That's yeah. Thing, or, um, or actually, another fraction. Like, um, people are about in dreams. America deal with, like, mm-hmm. 
the people they know moving to different states like, yeah. when they grow yeah. up. Yeah. It's not like mm-hmm. a thing here. Well, maybe because I live in KL, so everyone comes to KL. But yeah. like, probably if I lived in a smaller state, like I would experience mm-hmm. a lot of friends leaving to another. You would have so much more emo material. I'd probably move to <laughs> KL, KL with them, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, some of the songs are pretty hilarious. So I'll, I'll link you a few later after the show. <laughs> Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, but now I'm realizing that's the keyword I need to search to make that mixtape that I haven't made. Western <laughs> emo. <laughs> well, I mean, <sighs> there's more, more like different kinds of emo genres. It's like so big on its own now. Like there's so many different kind of emo bands. Right. And oh, and then the playlist also snuck in a few mumble rap songs. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I kind of like don't like it when I'm like, come on, you're like so far from the genre. But yeah. uh, some people say that mumble rap is the new emo. Yeah, it's true. I mean, a lot of the mumble rappers, <sighs> they rap about sad stuff instead of like mm-hmm. getting drunk and fucking bitches, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Times are changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because isn't that like, who's the guy that died of an overdose? Um, Which one? So young. many. Juice I wanna say it's young, young. something. Um <laughs> gosh. His Let's name see. is like has something with being young or being a baby or something like that. <laughs> uh, well, no, one, one who, I don't know, they always, they always <clears throat> die from overdoses. But he died when he was twenty one. Um but it's not Juice World, it's someone else. Lil Peep. Oh Lil Peep. Uh-huh. Lil Peep. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Lil Peep. Yeah, I, know I thought his people. songs were pretty emo. <laughs> Sad rap artist. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, yeah they either um, die from OD or getting shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Like, it's a crazy world out there. Mm-hmm. See, the like rappers in Malaysia, they they don't really have to rap about hard life or growing up around guns. I mean, they have what are they rapping life, about? like, in their own way. Yeah, I but it's, like, it's not, not like, so, you know... It's not like, yeah, it's not so compelling, I guess. Yeah, it's very different. I, I was thinking of the Too Fat song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Too Fat, you know. <laughs> Which now, like, now I'm thinking, what is the song actually about? And I cannot recall, except the scene where they ride on dinosaurs in the music video. <laughs> So now I'm thinking, Too I can't fat remember baby the lyrics. lyrics. Let me let's pull it up. <laughs> Is that the name of the song? Too fat baby. Um, the the first song that came out. Yeah, yeah. It was called Too Fat Baby. <laughs> oh. And what's the song actually about? You see, my pockets never held Skrilla for Rilla. I asked the freestyle for cheap thriller. Well, that was nothing but time killer. My time filler, cause rapping made my mind chiller. <laughs> uh, so it's actually literally about them rapping so in a self-referential kind of place. I think so. Yeah, he's talking about how he started rapping when he was young because it oh. made his mind chiller. <laughs> and then uh, now he's too hot to handle making beats are they still around um what's they, that they one, broke up, but then... one of them is still making music he just released i think joe flizzle he just released a music 
video recently. Oh, cool. Yeah, I need one a... of them like, owns like a like a barber too. He has his own barber. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, the video is like when it was like when uh, what do you call it when it was like during the hipster phase, you know, when everyone's getting like fades. So. People still get oh, fades, uh, fades now. Over? Right? Yeah, I know, but like it thing. was like it was like the but back then it was like super in though. I, I don't really see it so often these days. So what's in oh, now I mean, actually? Like, really? No, no. What what uh, is in like, now? Like last time, like fades for like the uh, like the 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 definition of like you know hipster haircuts. Uh huh. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Didn't you have a fade phase? Are you mixing with fades? <laughs> yeah, you had fades and you had the the lightning or something on the side. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Imagine that. You had like a pattern on the side, like stripes. Yeah, I thought that was right? pretty cool. No, no yeah. that was way before the. the <laughs> yeah. you, Such you, a hipster thing to say. Hipster, right? <laughs> exactly, before it was cool. <laughs> no, that was when I was going to like. So uh, I wanted to get my hair cut, I had like abing hair. Mm. <laughs> like, like hey, hey, don't hipster. insult Sung I want haircuts. I used to get those too for my Lala haircuts, please. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I mean. Oh yeah. Is that are those still phrases? Do people still call people that? Sorry. I feel like I don't hear that. Do, do people still call people Abeng and Lala and Alien? Is that still a thing? Uh, I think like it's not so much it, a thing anymore. I haven't heard it yeah. used publicly for a while. Yeah. No. Is it insulting now? <laughs> I probably still is right. No, as in. No, it's like it's insulting if you know what it is, right? But if people don't, if young people don't really use it anymore, then you can't really be insulted by that, right? <laughs> They're just I like guess all it's just old like people with old your fashioned, old faces. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like it's uh. like um, it's like calling people like a whippersnapper, you know? Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, am I supposed to be insulted by that? Like, I don't know. You just call people yeah. simps now. Yeah, yeah simps. 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 Yeah, <laughs> are, are you? Oh yeah, there was a video um, by uh, Dom Mazzetti. I don't know whether you guys watch that, Bro Science. Yeah, Bro Science. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> actually, actually, everyone's a simp by that by his flowchart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's so funny. <sighs> I I don't know if he's like really smart or like this is an act or it's re he's really like. Oh, this... it's an act. Yeah. It's an act, also. Yeah, he does not actually sound like that. Okay, yeah, but he's in real so life. funny. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, his stuff is actually really well made. It is. Yeah, it's I clever. wish he has more frequent content. Yeah. Do you watch Sing It? If you don't, we need to turn you on to Bro Science. Yeah, watch Bro Science. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It seems like we have no questions, and for some reason, my video feed is also stopped. Oh, okay. Well, it's still going on on my site. Um, okay. But yeah, no questions. Well, two minutes to an hour, we can stretch. Let's yeah. try to cover one topic. Okay, sing it. I'm not sing it. Um, well, actually, maybe George is the one Me? with long topics. Not really. Like, uh, yeah. Well, this one. Uh, so it was discussed on a uh, the Joe Rogan Post Malone episode, which is pretty good, by the way. If you haven't listened yet, they go off the rails, oh. like talking about aliens and conspiracies and whatnot it's it's real funny <laughs> but yeah so one 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 section of the conversation was about like back in the past uh 
how did people know like who who all those like wanted people were you know like there were no photographs back then so it was all drawings and like drawings mm-hmm. weren't that accurate so you could go to a different town and claim to be like some badass criminal or like mm-hmm. some hero right and people mm-hmm. had to believe you right they they couldn't verify mm-hmm. yeah so like <clears throat> i don't know it was just a like an interesting time to live in back then and then uh, Joe Rogan brought up the the fact that, like, the reason we only know how people looked like in the past was because of people who painted paintings of mm-hmm. all these, like, famous people, right? And mm-hmm. there's no way to verify, like, whether these guys, like, you know, beautified the paintings when they were making, <laughs> right? Like, they, no, they no. can paint you uh, with a bigger ass or, you know, a smoother face mm-hmm. or nicer hair and stuff like that. So, like, yeah, like, we we don't really know how all these people looked like back then. It's just uh, an artist's Im- uh, impression. But mm-hmm. I thought, like, um, uh, what do you call it? Like, someone, like, dug up, like, uh, yeah, like, someone, like, uh, used, like, computer modeling to, like, uh, guesstimate, like, what one of those uh, pharaohs oh. were, like, no? Right, the, mm-hmm. the, with and the then they also and did that for like those like, uh, like a Neanderthal or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, uh, I mean, if you really wanted to, you could go dig up like the bones of like those famous people and like try to like do a digital composite. But I don't know. That's this... true. Well, please don't do that. I, I would like to be cremated. <laughs> 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 it's like take my. No, but we have photos now. So yeah. Like. There's like hours of footage of, of you on YouTube. I have a lot of filters now. on him right now. <laughs> So, like, yeah, I think a while ago, right? People were saying, uh, mm-hmm. the if dinosaurs, like how dinosaurs really would have looked like, mm-hmm. based on their skeletons, they they would look like very different creatures, as opposed to uh, right, and that also keeps changing. Yeah, because I think the evidence keeps changing. Now we're adding feathers and whatnot. But now, like you know, I mean, at least in the well past however long I've been alive. All the media I've seen of dinosaurs, they've looked pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. From like books to yeah. cartoons and movies, you know, they all feature. But like, just because like, they are like building it on. Yeah, exactly. It's as like opposed to like uh, incorporating new findings, you know, because maybe like a dinosaur with feathers like might not look as intimidating as like one covered in scales. Yeah. Or no, like for sure. Kids might not recognize it, and then they won't think it's a dinosaur movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know, but like it could be completely wrong, and you know we wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. I guess it depends why you're watching it. If you're watching it for science, <laughs> then maybe. <laughs> but yeah, you're just watching it for entertainment. You know, like 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 if I maybe not aliens, but like fantasy movies like elves and dwarves right? I mean like it's just for entertainment like, oh no sure yeah but like if you watch Discovery Channel you know they'll do renders of dinosaurs mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and I remember you linked me an Instagram of Joe Rogan yeah on, and it's just a little hot lady yeah <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, at that point, it's not really even a filter. It's a Photoshop overlay of parts of your face with a hot no, lady's like, face. like apps can do like all this in real time now it's pretty much like a live filter 
Yeah, remember yeah. when I played with a snap camera, a male version of me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. you know, it, which it, maybe it, will. It, it's not... I, I, I did that. I tried it with my mom. I mean, I took a photo. Uh, I turned myself into a doll. Uh-huh. Huh? Yeah. She got really mad. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why? I don't know. She was like... That that was the daughter memory. we wish we had. <laughs> <laughs> don't desecrate her memory. <laughs> like, I don't know if it's like a, is it like a, like a, like a. That's so interesting because kind of thing, like a spiritual, like oh no, don't yeah. do that kind of shit, or is it like uh, I don't want, I don't want you to. Uh, maybe she's like, oh, I hope you're not transact, transsexual. Or <laughs> <laughs> well. Nothing. There's nothing wrong with that, but that is no, 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 nothing wrong. With yeah, that. yeah, of I course. Mean, like my mom's of like a different generation. Yeah, sure. So like right. maybe to her, it's like you better not be doing that kind of stuff, you know. But to me, it's just <laughs> like a fun filter, right? So. Right, right. That's so funny because you know Yuhang also hates filters, uh-huh. so so she's also like has the same reaction. Like she hates it when I apply filter in her face or when I use it on myself. <laughs> Oh, that, that reminds yeah. me of, uh, I think it was a law that was like, instated a couple of months ago, or maybe last year. They they ban mm-hmm. uh, Muslims from using gender-changing filters. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh. apparently it goes against uh, the word of God. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. like, God made you perfect, and you shouldn't try to change that. That's the uh, reason. God? God made give us the knowledge to make these apps. <laughs> yeah, wow, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> this is a touchy topic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean that that's that, uh, that was the reasoning, and I mean to me it's mm-hmm. dumb, but you know it's crazy, like how how like such something so trivial at least to us, but uh, mm-hmm. is perceived like so differently by different people. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and the thing is, I feel like you know that. They also don't speak for everyone. I'm sure we interview the average person on the street. They may not even know about this. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, like as in, like I, I can't even think of like such a way to twist, you know, the filter into anti-god. You know, well, but even in Christianity, (laughs) though, like some people are against like tattoos and stuff because you're not supposed to alter your body. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you can justify this with every single religion possible. True. Like your body yeah. is the temple of the Holy Spirit. That's why I'm not supposed to right. smoke. Right, and um, even and in Buddhism, drink. it's like more like there's no <laughs> point to it because then you're overly attached to your appearance. Mm-hmm. Is also not good. Yeah. Um, I mean, like there so... are some like some is it like a uh, like sect of Buddhism like the Thais? Like, yeah. They do oh. Like, they do. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's kind of mixed in with like local religion and stuff like that, though. But I always thought those tattoos look really cool. Yeah. Do you have those? The Thai ones? No, right? I don't. I uh, think Angelina Jolie I, does. I remember that. I think, but I think she... <laughs> well, she adopted she some like Asian kids, so she's allowed to. I thought she was getting her <laughs> tattoos removed or cover up or something. Oh, really? Oh, really? I, oh, no, I, I, think I, I can't even keep up. <laughs> it's like Lil Ray <laughs> Black. I don't know why she's removing her tattoos. Oh. Yeah. Sad. Oh, well, there was that video <laughs> I sent you guys that you guys can watch. It's a Vice uh, short documentary about um, these two uh, renowned like Japanese tattoo artists and uh-huh. how they moved to start their own shop in actually just kind of near me um, oh, okay. because uh, uh, yeah, because they they now in J- Japan they really are cracking down on t- tattoos shops and something like that. 
Why? So, um... Actually, it doesn't really feel that way because like, a lot of the Japanese artists I follow on Instagram, mm-hmm. but it's mm-hmm. still, like, uh, it's still business as usual. Yeah, well, I think so... it's just symbolically, it's, like, become pushed even more underground. So they're like, you know what, if Japanese people can't appreciate it, we're going to bring it to the world. Um, and they had a whole exhibit, like, just <clears> featuring, <throat> like, the full body suits and everything. And I thought yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, so that's the thing. I feel like if I ever get tattooed, I'm gonna go like full bore. Looking forward to that day. The wait list to get a tattoo with those guys is like three, four years. It's crazy. (laughs) All right. Yeah, but I like how it's like a consistent theme. You know, like it's not like patchwork. Mm Mhm. Yeah, but then you really have to commit at that point in time. Like, you have to know what you want. Yeah, for the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Or I guess you can keep going back to the same artists with the same style and then they mm-hmm. would know like best how to fill the gaps. But it doesn't feel yeah. nice as like a singular piece. Yeah, for sure. So I always like I don't know, I always kinda of regretted uh not thinking my tattoos through. Oh really? I mean I thought yours do fit together well though. I know, but like the, it lacks like a certain cohesiveness of like a singular theme. Mm-hmm. It's all yeah, animals. I mean, like, like if I thought about if I did if I did have if I could redo it, then I might go with like a like a full body suit. You know, like with, uh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. you can still do that, right? Like, or or is it like once you have like some tattoos, you actually can't get away with a full body suit. Well, I mean that's why that's what um, I'm trying to do with my back for now. That's why I'm leaving my back and legs untouched for now. Oh. I'm like, okay, like uh, at least then I can do like a full back piece or like a leg sleeve, you know. Mhm, mhm. Yeah. Are you gonna go to Japan to do that, or are you gonna do it locally? Yeah, uh, for my back piece, I'll, I'll most I'll, I'll most definitely go to Japan and do it. Can you do it in one sitting, or do you have to go multiple trips? It seems like it's quite a long process. Uh, for back pieces, I heard I can take like, like a like a hundred hours. Wow, mm-hmm. yeah, that's insane, man. So, like, <laughs> it's a very nice trip. So like, if you go like even if you go like every day for like twelve hours, it'll probably take you more than a week. Like. Yeah. And and the other things I have to do in Japan besides sitting in a, <laughs> a, on a table getting tattooed. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's your thing. <laughs> no, because I, mean, I think like, some people get pleasure from like, uh, the process, right? I was thought, what like, would you uh, do? A good excuse to keep going back to Japan. Like, every year I go back. Yeah. and get a bit more done. I mean, yeah. I guess you can get him to plan out the whole thing and then just. No, like mm-hmm. so for the. I mean, uh, I mean. Usually, like how my experience is, like they'll start with the outline, right? Mm-hmm. So once the outline is mm-hmm. in place, then the rest is like filling in the details, the shading, coloring. So like maybe the first trip, I'll get the outline done, and after that, like mm-hmm. slowly color it. In. Yeah. What if the guy dies fun. in like? I was just thinking that too. <laughs> in between. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's, I'm sure that there's some continuity, right? Like, and these <laughs> artists are so good. I feel like they know how to like mimic another person's. Style. But artists don't want to mimic other people. That's the thing. I mean, if you have a really mm-hmm. good reason, like my tattoo artist died, right? Then yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like they'd be more inclined to do it versus like, oh, um, 
I, I don't like his style anymore at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll continue my friend's legacy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. All right. All right. That's, that's a good point to end it. We just pass one, 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 one. Yeah. yeah. And we have more topics for next time that we'll never get to. <laughs> All right. Thanks. For I think the episode. problem with George with your topics is that they're too deep. They are? Are they? I don't know. <laughs> oh, just teasing. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Take care, guys. See you next week. Bye, world. Goodbye. Bye.